Welcome to the Chapel Grove Church Podcast, the Bible-centered show that focuses on searching the scriptures to find answers to common spiritual questions. To learn more, go to chapelgrovechurch.com. And now, on to the show. Hey guys, my name is Etienne Nichols. I'm the host of today's episode. I'm a local teacher at the Chapel Grove Church of Christ in Summertown, Tennessee. Today, I want to talk a little bit about how the Bible is structured. To kind of take a step back, before we dive into specifics of the Bible, it's good to know just the overall layout. So the overall layout of the Bible is broken up into two categories, the Old Testament and the New Testament. Within those two categories of uh, the Old and the New Testament, there are actually 66 books. So a lot of times we pick this book up and we look at it as a, a single book, but it's it's written to different people at different times by different authors. So 66 books within this book, and there are over 40 authors uh, of this book, all inspired by God, but all uh, maybe speaking at a different place at different time. So if you look at the Old Testament, it's divided into several categories. The first category is the Pentateuch. These are the first five books of the, of the Bible. They're Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. And they contain things like the history of the creation of the world, um, the, the giving of the law at, uh, from Moses to the people of Israel and the teachings to the Israelites. Then there are the historical books. These books recount the history of the Israelites from Joshua to Esther. They include historical events, wars, and the establishment of the kingdom of, of Israel. And there are also wisdom and poetry books. These books are a little bit different to read than some of these uh, these historical books. It's easy for me to read a historical book because to me that's just a story. But if I look at the the wisdom and the poetry books, they're they're very different. So think Psalms, Proverbs, and Ecclesiastes. These are the poetry, the songs, and wisdom literature. And then you get into uh, the prophetic books. Those are two uh, sections that are break, broken up into major prophets and minor prophets. And really, that's just major prophets not being they're more important. They're just longer books. So Isaiah, Jeremiah, and Ezekiel, those are the major prophets uh, because they're longer books. And then the minor prophets are shorter prophetic books, uh, books like Hosea, Joel, and Malachi. We don't usually uh, or at least a lot of times I don't hear a lot spoken about these books, but they also contain messages and prophecies that are very important to God's people. So that's the Old Testament. Then you get into the New Testament, and it's organized uh, a little bit differently. The first four books of the New Testament are called the Gospels. That's Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. They tell the life, the teachings, and the mystery of Jesus Christ. After that, Jesus had uh, had chosen 12 of his disciples to spread his message throughout the world. And so the next book is the Acts of the Apostles. This book is uh, details the early history of the church and the actions of the apostles after Jesus' ascension into heaven. After that are the epistles, and these are letters written by apostles like Paul, Peter, James, and John to various early Christian communities and cities. They provide guidance, teachings, and encouragement, and they apply to, to Christians everywhere, um, even up to today. And then lastly is the, the Revelation, the, the final book of the New Testament, uh, which contains apocalyptic visions and messages um, about the things that the people would face. So in summary, the Bible is structured into these two main sections, the Old and the New uh, Testament, with various categories of books within each. Uh, they cover the history, the prophecy, the poetry, the teachings, and more. Now, I know that's a lot, and we kind of ran through it 
pretty fast, but one of the main reasons we need to know this is so that we can read each book with the goal of actually understanding its purpose. In today's modern world, there are different ways of writing. There's technical writing, writing that's been shaped by Twitter, uh, but also satirical writing, so satire. It's where uh, it's a story that's almost sarcastic or uh, the opposite of what they're actually trying to say. And when we read those things, in uh, whether it's online, in the newspaper, wherever you see those things, you, you need to understand what is what is the actual intent. Are they making fun of something? Are they trying to get, uh, are, are they persuasive? Are they simply uh, conveying the facts as should be the case in technical writing? Christians are to be truth seekers or lovers of truth, according to 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 9 through 12. There the Bible says in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 9, the coming of the lawless one is according to the working of Satan with all powers signs and lying wonders and with all unrighteous deception among those who perish why because they did not receive the love of the truth that they might be saved and for this reason god will send them strong delusion that they should believe the lie that they all may be condemned who did not believe the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness so they were sent a strong delusion because they were not lovers of truth part of the act of being a lover of truth is really wanting to understand what it is you're trying to read. And so that doesn't mean going back to the Old Testament and just opening up the Bible and reading a verse and applying it to your life, but it's saying, okay, who wrote this book? Who are they writing this book to? What was the kind of uh, times that they were living in? Each one of these books that we come to, Psalms, Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, all of these could be used as examples of ways that we might not necessarily be familiar. Once you master one book, it doesn't mean you can immediately apply that to another book. Important to understand how the Bible is structured, and we'll get into each one of these individual books. But for now, I hope you enjoyed today's episode on how the Bible is structured. If you have any questions or feedback, feel free to reach out to me at etiennichols at gmail.com or go over to our website at chapelgrovechurch.com. There's a contact us section where you can fill out a form and feel free to reach out and give us a call. Or if you're in the area, feel free to stop by. We'd love to have you. Chapel Grove Church of Christ in Summertown, Tennessee. All right, everybody, take care. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to learn more, go to chapelgrovechurch.com. Lastly, if you enjoyed this episode, please consider leaving us a review on iTunes. It helps others find us and lets us know how we're doing. Until next time, take care.